Welcome back to Podcast Radio. I'm Andy. I'm Joe. And the question, the final question. The final question. On Halloween, let's say every Halloween you would take on a supernatural ability for just that night. What would what would you pick for this Halloween? Invisible. Yeah. That's what I was thinking too. I don't know how to say invisibility, mm-hmm. invisibleness. I stopped there. Oh yeah. To be invisible. Yeah. And I would do the same thing like we talked about on Cup of Joe. You know, go somewhere else. Like go to a place that's secret the day before Halloween. Then I, cause I know I'm yeah. going to turn invisible and then I'm going on secret place. I'd go to a different place every Halloween. That'd be your super. Oh, yeah. Invisibility. I think that'd be the best. But sometimes I already feel invisible. Yes. Kind of like just in the shadows. And, until until um, they need somebody to blame something for. Then I'm no I'm longer invisible. Yeah. yeah then it's like, oh. I'm, wipe, I'm wiping poo off my eye. Like, uh, I didn't, it wasn't even there. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that'd be my thing. Well, Day of the Dead. Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. As they say in our Latin neighbors. You don't want to know how we say it. So, Mine was, como esta usted, Miss McClam. That was my, like, it's pink, good. Um, Spanish in Alaska. Asado, taco, enchilada. Yep. There you go. But mine was videotaped. Ah, nice. Videotape teacher. Oh, cool. Well, most people, when they learn Spanish, all they learn is the bad words or a menu. Mm. It's kind of what you learn first. But I know how to say taco and burrito and enchilada. That that translates, right? It does, but it's the, I guess, the pronunciation of it. Someone could hear that and say, oh, he doesn't speak Spanish. Oh, yeah. I don't sound Spanish? No. Three tacos, por favor. See, like, not, they, don't, they, don't, they don't say tacos. Hmm. It's tacos. Oh. It's, it's just... It just yeah, so you don't think I'd blend in in Mexico? Mm-mm. I think I'd just disappear and become one of the culture. No. Como esta usted? Mi amigos. <laughs> He's drunk. <laughs> Who gave the white guy okay. tequila? Yeah. Carve him out. We got to put some, we got to smuggle some drugs. Uh, yeah, fill him up. <laughs> no, they think you're rich and they kidnap you and have yeah. your family send money and stuff. Oh, yeah. That's what they do. Well, they'd be disappointed. Well, <laughs> I think they'd like to hear your stories. Maybe. I'd, You'd win them all over. I'd be like, hey, I got a El Podcasto. <laughs> For you, amigo. <laughs> you got to add the O. <laughs> <laughs> My uncle, he would try to speak English, and he thought, like most people speak, try to speak Spanish, they add a, a, a vowel at the end of it. Mm-hmm. He would add E to the end of everything, thinking that was English. Oh, like what would that sound like? El trainee, el lottery, thinking he's speaking English. Or, or what, you know, we we're like, you're not making any sense. And it's like, what are you doing? So that's what like. we sound like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But the funny thing is, he knew English, but he'd say it that way. Uh, Dumb. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> but that was kind of cool. That was kind of cool. But yeah, Day of the Dead, Dia de los Muertos is upon us when this comes out. And um, I started researching a bunch of different ways people celebrate this. And if you stay on the surface of this uh, topic, you get the traditional paint up, dress up, build an altar. You know, typical things, and your family comes to visit you and whatnot. So it got me to thinking some other things, but we'll cover that in a bit. Um, what did What did you find out when you started digging into Day of the Dead? Oh, just all the normal stuff. Um, but I did 
so I figured it was a lot of the same stuff over and over again, you know, with once I started looking at different um, articles and stuff like that. So I yeah. found like some symbols and meanings is what I've um, concentrated on. So the cemeteries, um, people will go and decorate them, like you said, and then, yeah. but I, I didn't know they took pictures of it. And it said, if you visit there, it, one of the things, not every family is okay with photos and they say, ask permission and avoid having any children in your day of the dead day of dead images. Why is that? Now I do know in the first, cause the day of the dead is more than one day. And they'll celebrate it for, for the first day of it, though, is for the children. That's when they're said to come back and you open that up for them to come back. Mm-hmm. The second day is for your deceased adult loved ones that you're welcome that. But as far as having those pictures, I don't know. Yeah, it said avoid having any children in your day of dead images. So I was like, oh, I'd never heard that. But, Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And then, so at that point, uh, so did you do any research on their altars? Um, other, other than them decorating them and cleaning them up before the day, you know, because they want the uh, spirit to come back and they put food out and stuff like that. Yeah, they they call it an offering, an ofrenda is what they'll call it, and they basically just I don't say lure, but hey, this is for you. I don't know what they do when it's not used up, eaten, or whatever is just there. I don't know if it's throw it away or what they do with it. But yeah, it's kind of kind of a weird deal um it's funny because this has happened for a long time but it got all the recognition behind movies cartoons and whatnot and it seems like it's a thing that everybody all of a sudden wants to participate in Mm -hmm. like it's really taken off in the last few years yeah, like yeah. we talk about everything, everything's recent. It uh-huh. seems like everything's got popular with it, but well, it originated as as a Mexican holiday, but it would it's kind of spread out to where everybody celebrates in there. Kind of like Cinco de Mayo. Mm-hmm. Nothing really significant happened with an independence, but it gives every Hispanic a chance to go drink mm-hmm. and party. And it's uh nope, that's not the right one we're supposed to be celebrating there, buddy. It'd be actually September 16th. And that's the independence of Mexico. But some stuff did happen May 5th, but it wasn't as big as the thing they make it out to be. Yeah. But then you have what the the Latin, the, the whole awareness month and whatever, Latin Heritage Month. I guess it's in September because of that. And that's okay and everything else. But with this, it's funny because a lot of the times if you research the whole Day of the Dead, um, and what I researched and found is that they were trying to find ways, I guess, to communicate. It's it's for the living, of course. Mm-hmm. To communicate, bring closure, uh, celebrate the life of that person. Don't know the reason. That's what I was trying to find. I was trying to find somebody who celebrated it hardcore to say, why do you do what you do? And typically the people I spoke with were just, man, it's a chance to paint up, dress up. And have fun. Mm-hmm. That's not what it was originally intended to do. It was supposed to have been a time you celebrate the past, the loved one's life, and be, I guess, joyous of something there and welcome them back. So it got it got me to thinking a couple of different things: how we grieve, and how we all view death. 
all these cultures, how they view it. Mm -hmm. And the Latin culture, this part of it is viewed as, oh, okay, this time of the year, this time, this day of this time of the month here, we can welcome them back. I, I don't know if they communicate with them or if it's just symbolic. Here it is. It's a time we remember them. It's kind of like a repetitive memorial funeral service. Mm -hmm. It's kind of what it felt like to me. But you dress up in that sense of just, you know, to celebrate and the colors and the skeletons and to show that it's the dead coming back to, I guess, revisit us. Yeah. And it's kind of weird. Being that you are not Hispanic, what's your take or view on Day of the Dead? Is it something that? Uh, yeah, I would think it, it's not something you'd want to do because they're putting out offerings and stuff for it, like a spirit is going to return, you know. Right. And so, you know, you're, you know that, that human spirit, you know, that used to be on the earth isn't coming back and visiting. Right. So if you do attract something, uh, it would be, you know, something probably you wouldn't want hanging around, you know, or you wouldn't want to expose your family to. That's the way I look at it. And then it's like also, I've never seen until I moved here, it's like you Hispanics will have trucks and stuff, and then yeah. someone ha has died, and it'll be like, you know, Julio Hernandez, and then I'll have the year, and they paint it on their car or truck, or they p make a sticker and put it on there. And I'm like, well, why Why would you want to see that every day? You know, but it's a different culture. It you is. Know, that it's not, they're not looking at it and going, oh, man, what a sad time. To a white person, it'd be like having a tombstone in the back of you know in your car. Thank you. Exactly. To a Hispanic, it's like no, this is how we honor our elders or someone you really loved, and it's it's not a sad thing. It's like oh no, uh, I, that's a, what I'm guessing because I've never actually went up to someone and said, "Hey, that sticker there," you know, <laughs> how how you interpret, you know what I mean? Yeah, because they'd probably get punched in the face or something. <laughs> I just assume that's the way they honor their their loved ones. But have you noticed it's just always one loved one? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's not like a, a whole bunch of a them. A whole bunch of them like the little sticker with the dad and the mom and then the two kids and the dog and the cat, you know, the whole family stickers. Have you yeah, seen those? Yeah, yeah. Well, why isn't it that with like an X through it? Like oh, yeah. no longer there uh -huh. or something. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny because they'll show that. And I've always said the same thing, kind of like putting a cross or flowers by next to an accident where someone oh, died. Oh, yeah. That is so sad. Yeah. Why would you want to drive by that every day going, right there is where... And then go there all the time and put out new stuff. Exactly. Like decorate it. I'm like, that is weird. And, it's, and, it, and that's what kind of got me to thinking about this, how so many different cultures, I guess, I don't say celebrate, but some do celebrate death, but by celebrating the life, but how so many... I guess, uh, grieve or process it. Mm -hmm. And it, it's very, very different because I, yeah, that's one of the things I was going to bring up. The trucks, you know, in memory of. And then when I guess when a sticker fades or somebody else dies, they just scrape that one off, put a new one on. I, I don't know. Not into that. Or some people may put tattoos on themselves mm -hmm. or some people may just, you know, mark, timestamp that somehow. But I think having something at a cemetery is enough. Mm -hmm. but why even go back by there that person's not there yeah like why go visit it i don't have any desire to visit graves they're not there right so right 
Yeah. Do you ever have a, a loss of a family member very close to you? Mm-hmm. How was that grieved in y'all's family? With you personally, rather. Oh, yeah. You just go to, you bury them at a cemetery, and then uh, that's it. I mean, you get you go through your all the stages of grieving, you know? Yeah. That's it. And for 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 me, and then I don't, ha- I'm not compelled to be like, oh, yeah, I got to go back and visit that grave every year. You know, I mean, right. it's just not in me because I'm like, when I die, I, I was I wouldn't expect anybody to go to my grave and stand there like my wife. Like, why I'm not there? Right. You know. So that I makes sense. But everybody's different. Maybe that makes some people feel good or whatever. I don't know. But then. My uh, in-laws, their uh, so Christie's <clears throat> grandmother passed away, and her grandfather goes there every day. Really? Yeah. Well, he's a white dude, so it just depends on your personality and how you cope with it. Yeah, uh, how you get to de- deal with it. You know, so you, then when since you're talking about someone that. Spent what sixty years yeah. having someone there, and so that makes them feel good. So, so do it, right? You know, so everybody's different. How, yeah, how they deal with death, and then every culture is different. Exactly. But like Day of the Dead, it's a like you were saying. It's almost like I wonder how many of these people really believe that, and how many of them are just doing it as like a party. Yeah, it's party time. And with the Hispanic culture, they find every reason to party. Mm-hmm. I mean, you get a raise at work, hey, party time. You know, <laughs> it, it's it's very uh, celebratory yeah. in so many in so many aspects. But you know, you said every culture is different, but then the people within that culture are different. Mm-hmm. With the Hispanic culture, is typical. There's a loss. There's a funeral. Then there's the food afterwards. Then you go to the typical man. We shouldn't get together just at funerals. We should get, and then you have the whole sense of uh, uh, being woken into like man, a moment of I need to be around these people more. But then a week or two passes, and you everybody goes back to their normal lives, and until the next one. Mm-hmm. But and I guess the deeper cultures, it was celebrated that I guess it brings them back together to as kind of like a reunion off of that. I, I, I don't know. The whole thing with the cocoa and the cartoon, if you don't have an offering set up for you, you don't have a passage back. Do you remember the cartoon? Oh, yeah. I haven't seen it, but I, I'm going to watch it now that it's about to end the day. Oh, yes. You must watch it. So watch a certain part in there where uh, one of the people that's passed, he can't come back because, oh, he didn't register and his little uh, – toll that somebody didn't set up an offering for him oh brother so like at his grave yeah like they forgot about him exactly Mm -hmm. they forgot about him didn't set up an offering therefore he can't cross so he didn't have a way through the portal Mm. because no one opened that one for him so it has a lot of neat meanings in there that are like make you go like oh shoot this is a kid's cartoon and you kind of it's it's comical colorish and whatnot but it's got some deeper meanings in some of that yeah that's kind of interesting because uh there's these uh in jerusalem they found the like you know the verse though i walk through the valley of the shadow of death i will feel no evil thy rod and thy staff comfort me you know Mm -hmm. i'll make a prepare a table yeah in the midst of my enemies and one guy on uh it's inside, uh, deep inside the bunker or something. Anyways, a podcast 
he does a lot of archaeology and studying and stuff. And they come to find out that they would make those above ground, um, you know, like the Indians used to put their dead above, yes. above the ground, and then they would just rot away up there, and there would be bones on this basically a table P- platform type yeah, thing, yeah, up off the ground. Mm-hmm. So they discovered in um, some valleys there that there's like literally thousands of those, and they um, postulate that this is, you know a valley of a shadow of death. And this might've been what he had the Jewish people had in mind when they would envision this. And, um, all these dead people up on these, uh, tables, you know, off the ground rotting away, but there, um, would position them to uh, different directions to worship certain gods. And then they would come and they would do like in the day of the dead, they would offer up food to them every year um as like a penance and if they didn't then they would be forgotten and then they might go to hell and yeah stuff like that so it's uh a lot of the same rituals you know across cultures just a little different yeah just a little different and i think that's probably where you know things just they're all the same but different you know yeah, depending that's, on the culture, you know, from the beginning of time, and it just spread out. And well, you're right; they're all the same, but they just put their own twist to it. Yeah, their, their own, own version, cultural beliefs. Yes, yeah. that's good words. I yeah. like that. that's a good way of putting it. <clears throat> because, like with me personally, we've I've had to, uh, you know, lost family members and whatnot, and you go to the whole, you know, like I said, the funeral, the services, whatnot. But it wasn't until I had lost my best friend that that one changed everything for me because it was, that was the only um, death that I took the hardest that, you know, you used to have grieving stages. Mine lasted for years, but I would go to the cemetery and not necessarily to speak, but just to sit there and just wonder and think why mm-hmm. and, and very angry. And it changed a lot of my perception in life about things because I was angry for years about that loss to where eventually it was that moment of going, it just happened, that why he's not here. He literally is in heaven in, a, in the, the best place, not the ster- no, in the better place, but the best place. Mm-hmm. But the, the loss, the hurt was all for me because I didn't have him anymore. And so is it something to say he's forgotten because I don't set up? Uh, an altar or an offering for him no his memory stay alive that in in my head or in my heart but i don't cross that line with certain things in there um when that had happened sometime after that i had an acquaintance tell me you need to see somebody a reading to see what he has to say and answer your questions and it was like even then was like no <laughs> Yeah, that was too weird for you. It's bad. Yeah. You know, if you read in Leviticus and Deuteronomy, it'll tell you to avoid psychic mediums and, mm-hmm. and, the, and, the, and the readers. Or, you know, they used to be stoned for that stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's very clear that God didn't say you're not able to do it. He said, don't. Don't try to speak to the dead and whatnot. Because all this is what we're gaining out of it. Imagine. So I say this, and I think Day of the Dead. Imagine if. All these people who celebrate it get to see everybody they're celebrating all at once. Okay, you wanted this? Here I am. And boom, manifest. And here we are standing in front of your house. 
and not in a pretty shape either. Mm-hmm. Like, here I am. Now what? How many people would freak out and just lose their mess thinking, oh, my God, this is a UFO thing or this is the. But, hey, this is what you wanted. Now you can actually, with your physical eyes, see what you're doing in the spiritual side or tempting to. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't that be wild? Yeah. That'd be scary. Oh, yeah. It should make a movie of that, like a Day of the Dead thing, but they come to life for real. Like a comedy? Or- no, no, I wouldn't be laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, and this is only 24 hours, right? <laughs> so kind of like a purge. Oh, okay. And at 24 hours, you can see who you try to bring back. Mm. And it's not going to be pleasant because you don't know where they went. Yeah, yeah. And they're back and they're going to, if they, they're trying to kill all the yeah. living people. Exactly. So, so many twists, so many things. But the day of that just got me thinking of just, it's more than just a party and a celebration. It's, I think, opening doors to a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. And then the Bible says, don't be beguiled by it. Because you can be tricked into thinking it's that it's a sorcery side. It's a witchcraft thing. Beware of those who cast spells. All this stuff in there, you're opening that door and that with, uh, with the offering. Mm-hmm. The name of it alone says yeah. it. And you're opening that in. It comes in and... Could a spirit trick you? Could a demon trick you? Very easily. So it's kind of, it's not a gray area. It's pretty black and white. Mm-hmm. And go behold, what do most people paint their faces on that day? Black, black and white. white yeah. So I, I just kind of started putting all the symbolism together with it and thinking it's, this has got to be deeper than just pretty clothes and cool deal. Because I wanted to go to Mexico and see mm-hmm. one of these parades. Oh, yeah. And I wanted to just, I wanted to play my guitar with them. And jam out with them. Still would be kind of cool, but not partake in the other sides of things. But they take this stuff pretty serious. It's spread from Mexico. It's in Spain, other Latin countries. It's kind of just everywhere. Even in the United States, it's mm-hmm. practiced a lot. Yeah, it even looks similar like New Orleans for uh, Mardi Gras. Exactly. They got the black and white. Yeah. And then that looks a lot like... Um, uh, witch doctors when they paint up black and white yes you know then you got halloween and yeah i mean a lot of it's all the seems like all the same but but different exactly yeah, well uh if you like this episode give us a five-star review and then uh, continue to send in your request at podcast13 at gmail.com until next time